0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. group. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions.
1: 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Speaking with Influence, where you'll hear professional speakers discussing their signature talks and how they educate motivate, and inspire their audiences around the world. Speaking with Influence is brought to you by the Speakers Guild USA, where we have the perfect speaker for your next event. Visit us at SpeakersGuildUSA.com. Good morning. I'm Deborah Simpson coming to you from San Diego, California. If any of our listeners are on Twitter, and especially if you're a professional speaker, I'd appreciate you hitting that Tweet This button and let your followers know about the show. If you have a question, you can feel free to call in. The number is 516-595-8125, or you can send me a question via the chat room. It is open. And if you like the show, you can always follow the show by tapping the Follow Us button on the show page. Of course, you can always keep up with us via iTunes as well. Today, my guest is Jessica Yarborough. Jessica has uh, quickly developed a reputation of being one of the best business strategists and marketing and sales consultants for entrepreneurs who want to sell high-value products and services. Her background is in international business, and she's built multiple companies. Jessica is a genius at showing entrepreneurs how to build an expert platform, rapidly raise their value, build their credibility online, and attract high-paying clients. She travels the world teaching and inspiring entrepreneurs and helping them grow their influence and make the income and impact that they desire. Jessica, welcome to the show. It's nice to have you as our guest today. Thank you for having me, Deborah. And tell me, how, so, are your, what are you specifically, are your business services?
0: Well, I um, help really coaches, consultants, authors, speakers to build an expert business. And, and what that looks like mm-hmm. is, again, helping them raise their value, ha- helping them to monetize their genius. So packaging their expertise, getting in front of the right people, um, building a tribe of raising fans um, and selling high ticket, whether that's $10,000, $50,000 programs that they can use to make the in- impact that they desire.
1: And how did you get into that?
0: Well, my background was in marketing and I, you know, mm-hmm. I built several startup companies. I actually had an agency where I was doing done-for-you services and I kept having a lot of my friends say, "Hey, can you please show us, tell us, you know, how you're doing this?" And ultimately, I transitioned out of doing things for people into actually training them on how to build their own business. And I've gone from really uh, rock bottom in my journey all the way to building a highly successful international consulting business, and I train people from all over the world.
1: Yes, I I enjoy the um, teaching aspect as well. I do a lot of that, um, helping especially women in the boomer generation, which is where I am, to help embrace some of these technologies. And I know one of the most common things is that the women I Our generation, because you know, a lot of our moms didn't work, you know, they were housewives. So entering into the workforce, there were a lot of obstacles that we had to come through in the mid 70s or so and beyond. And one of the things I noticed the most is the mindset about how do we place value on our services? You know, what are we going to charge? Is it going to be too much? Is it going to be not enough? So I know you work with. Um, entrepreneurs in how to handle that mindset. So can you talk a little bit more about that and the role that mindset plays when we're in our business and we're pricing our services? Absolutely. And I will say that women I've
0: found in general have a much harder time owning their value than men. And uh, men are more likely to ask for the raise. They're more likely to move ranks in in a career. Um, you know, I, and part of that is, yes, how we were raised by, by our parents and, and how they were raised, right? It's, it's generational. But it's also just mm-hmm. women are taught to, to give up for the greater good, that it's about the community, and men are taught to be more competitive and to go for what they want. So we have a lot of programming that we have to work through as women, and, and, um, and, and, and that's a huge shift. But really, like, your mindset is everything. And it's not even something I necessarily lead with in my marketing message, but we do so much of it on the back end. Because your own self-worth dictates how you are going to price your services. And oftentimes, women do not see and own the incredible amount of expertise, of skills, of knowledge, of client wins that they have created they kind of downplay them. They brush them aside. And so in order to really break through those and and move into the life that you've always wanted to create it, we have to, you have to first own your genius. You absolutely have to say, I'm accomplished. I've created incredible results for my clients and I must be willing to adjust my pricing accordingly. And I've seen it happen with women who have, uh, one of my clients had made her, client uh like an extra half million dollars and yet she was charging her pennies and so unless you step up and own your value no one else around you is going to see your value and be willing to pay for it do
1: you think that that that's a generational thing about asking for money or do you believe it's just inherent in being a woman I actually believe it's being inherent
0: in being a woman because I see it Mm. even with very young women. So in fact, I feel like there's probably a leap that happens of women in their fifties where they're like, hell yeah. I mean, I've done a lot. And there's a different (laughs) level of confidence, right? It's like, yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. In some ways maybe it gets easier, but in general, I feel like women have more doubt to overcome that they don't know enough that they're not ready, that they feel like they have to prove themselves in in much greater than men do before they're able to claim that. And that's the kind of the paradigm I I see with a lot of women. They're like, well, you know, first I've got to do all of this stuff, and in a couple years, then I'll be ready to raise my rates. And it's like, no, you can absolutely go in there and raise them right now. And the the fact is a lot of fears come up, like what if my clients, I lose my current clients or I have trouble selling mm-hmm. people for a $3,000 program, how on earth am I going to sell them for a $30,000 program? And the reality is, you may not be marketing to the right people. And feel free to let those people go and market to people who can actually afford your services. People forget that small like small businesses alone, you know, companies that are doing 7 to 8 figures, right? That's an underserved market and they need coaches motivational speakers they need meditation teachers they need healers they need they need support they need digital marketing consultants and all of that so if you're if you're struggling selling to the end user who's maybe capped at fifty thousand dollar year salary yeah they're going to struggle to even scrape together a few thousand to work with you so position your services to market to people who have the means and who will happily pay you I mean, companies have big budgets set aside, and then there are also plenty of individuals who are making 150, 200, 300 thousand combined income that are, are are going to easily pay you ten thousand dollars plus for your
1: time. So it just goes back then to finding the ideal market to go ahead and tap in. How do you suggest to speakers that maybe there's one or two tips to help them pull out? in addition to calling someone like you for some services. But what is it that they should start to think about when they're going, you know, I, I've i been asking this price for so long. Gosh, how am I going to possibly uh, raise it? And what would I raise mm-hmm. it to? Is there a rule of thumb on that? It's, it, the, the price isn't
0: just raising because time is moving along. I think that's what some – some people decide like I'm going to incrementally raise it by a couple hundred dollars every year. The price mm-hmm. raises in an instant based on the value that you bring in. And so what you need to do is stack so much value into your offering that even though the price tag is very high, it actually seems affordable, meaning the return that they get, whether that's a better relationship, right? Saving them from divorce, you know, helping them meet the love of their life helping them generate an extra six figures, whatever niche that you're in, it's so high that even though it's a $10,000 program that you're now selling, it's actually affordable. It's, it's truly irresistible. And I've, I've, I can tell you this because I've had people tell me, um, you know, my programs were affordable when I quoted them $30,000. And so that's the place you need to get at. You need to get at with your marketing messaging where people say, wow, this return is so ridiculous. Why wouldn't I? I I can't pass this opportunity up.
1: And what do you say to people who have a mindset of, oh, wait a second. I don't know if I can do that. I mean, obviously, if you don't even try to do it, you don't know one way or the other whether you can actually convert your mindset into, I'll just give you an example. I was raised in a religious environment. My parents are ministers. My grandparents are ministers. Um, They were given an allowance. They weren't given a salary, per se, because the church owned the houses and the cars Mm -hmm. and all that. So we were brought up to be very modest. You know, it was a very, very modest upbringing. And to make the transition into asking, I remember the first time I asked for $5,000, and I just... You know, everything in the world goes through your head when you decide you're going yes. to ask for that much money. And then they said, yes. So mm-hmm. how do we prepare women to, it's like, come on, you can have the courage to do this. Right. It's a lot. I
0: mean, but again, yeah. if, you don't, if, you, if you don't try, it's never going to happen. And I know this seems counterintuitive, but it's much easier to sell a $50,000 program than it is a five. And I, I know that's that counterintuitive, good. right? <clears throat> mm-hmm, but yeah. again, you're attracting a different kind of person. There, there is a, a, a perception in their mind that, wow, you know, if you're claiming this, right, and you've gotten these incredible mm-hmm. results for your clients, then yes, I want to be a part of mm-hmm. that. So again, it's you never know till you try. I too remember the first time I charged five thousand. That's like a magical number the first time, right? And five thousand mm-hmm. dollars, wow. And and it was. But then when you did it, you were like, oh my gosh, I wish I had done this years years before, right?
1: Right. Yep.
0: Yeah. And, and I yep. I, I show a lot because I actually have a lot of uh, people. I know a lot of former ministers and who people co- that come from that space. And it is an interesting journey for them to come from really a nonprofit or money's not mm-hmm. front and center, but they've turned around and made, you know,
1: half a million dollars a year now. So you can push through it. That's good to hear. I like hearing that. Yeah. Um, and I am pushing through it. That's for sure. But I've had my own, Wonderful. you know, my own doubts and my own second thoughts about the whole thing. Let's take a moment right here. And can you share with the listeners how they can get in touch with you to find out more about working with you?
0: Sure, you can find me at jessicayarbro.com and I'm happy to send this over, Deborah, if you don't already have it, which is a link to my four-part video series on how to create a half-million-dollar coaching,
1: consulting, uh, or speaking business. That would be great. We'll attach it to the blog post so that it'll be out there when For we share sure. all this all of this content. So then let's move on and talk about that irresistible offer. I know that when I go out and speak. That's what I'm bringing them into is a conversation with me about, you know, what they're doing on social media, how they might be using technology, how they're incorporating it into their speaking, have they written a book, you know, things like that. So how do they get that cycle of getting that client first by creating that irresistible offer that compels people to want to work with them?
0: Well, you know, the answer is going to be largely it depends. So it depends on mm. how much time. Number one, how much time do you have in front of that audience? What kind of people mm. are in the room? Because that will help you judge how to, you know, how to um, to to uh, package it. I mean, I I know people who charge, you know, something very low ticket, like two ninety seven, just to get people into the door. And then they can upsell mm-hmm. them into the higher ticket programs. And then I know some people who, mm-hmm. depending on the audience, can literally sell 7500 or $10,000 from stage. So whether mm-hmm. you go into the low ticket route or you go into the higher ticket route, you need to make the value seem, you need to make the value seem so ridiculous. They're crazy not to take action on it. So, you know, meaning let's say, let me give you an example. Let's say you were going to pitch a high ticket, and it was, um, mm-hmm. and you said, I'm going to give you an entire year. Normally I charge $30,000 for my program, you know, but I'm going to give you uh, twice a month one-on-one calls. I'm going to give you access to my on-demand library, and you're just literally stacking all the different values. You're going to come out. I'm going to have a, um, a mastermind. You're going to be able to come to two of those events and learn from me. I'm going to give you a Facebook community. You're going to get Voxer access. Normally I charge $30,000 for this program, but you can get started today for just 7,500, like something so ridiculous, right? Where it's just like, Oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. like I am getting the deal of a lifetime. That would be an example. Now I would do the same thing for a low ticket. I mean, obviously it's not a year long and, and the value that you can't offer is going to be much lower, but it still needs to be like, Oh my gosh, this isn't just, you get an hour of my time and it's two ninety seven. It's only five ninety seven. That's not going to necessarily be enough to move the needle. You need to offer them whatever. Get creative. You know, um, you can offer them. You know, like I said, your trainings on a thumb drive. People love things like that. You can offer them a, a free ticket to a live event that you're hosting. Different things to actually bonus them for taking action right then. So it's not just the one hour of time or whatever that you're selling but it's actually so much more that they're getting. Does that make sense?
1: Yes, yes. And then there's obviously a, an order or procession of offerings to various audiences. So like you said, you might bring them in at 297 for something, but then they're at least in your email database and now you're working with them so you can uh, reach out to them later. So do you have um, any words of advice for the speakers who are, it's like, okay, 297 is a really big step. 5,000 is an even bigger step. Do you have some sort of like formula? They go like take this step and this step and this step. So you have a couple of baby steps in there. Or you just kind of have them jump into the deep end.
0: I have them jump into the deep end. I mean, it, that's what <laughs> I do No, it, it doesn't fit for everything. So it's, again, it depends. Mm-hmm. I mean, my model is high ticket and I teach high ticket. If someone is having mm-hmm. a live event, um, you know, I like giving them something that's, it's, it's not a huge commitment. So maybe it is a 297 or 497. Um, and then in that opportunity, you have that opportunity in those to then sell your higher ticket. I like that model. Um, you can also offer whatever that you offer for free if you just want to give them, hey, get my free training, have them, um, you can set up Twilio, which allows you to have them text to opt in. That's really, really powerful. Um, and that way they're not having to put the URL in their you know, computer. They can just text right then, and they get access to some free training. And, again, that if, if, you're, if you're nervous about it, you just want to focus on building your list, that's a great way to bring
1: people into your funnel. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I think that's a, at least the minimum that they can do. Um, taking the jump up when they're going up from the 297 up to the You know, maybe they've gone through 5,000 up to the 10. So the strategies are all pretty much the same, and that's, um, you know, I mean, you're just taking a leap of faith, right? So it's really, I've been going back to the beginning, it's really all about your mindset in going ahead and grasping that opportunity to create that bigger package and go for it.
0: Right. I mean, it's part mindset. That's the first place because you can't sell anything that you don't believe you're capable of selling. Right. I mean, because sales conversations, enrollment conversations are a transference of confidence, of energy. So you have to be able to come from a place of conviction and belief in yourself and your services. Um, The other part is positioning and messaging. You have to be positioned in your ideal client's mind as the only person that they should hire. You have to work on your messaging in a way that, you know, you cannot have a messaging that you're the Walmart and then that you are the Louis Vuitton store. Like there needs to be a, and be trying to sell a Louis Vuitton bag. So we need to make sure that your messaging is congruent. So if you are wanting to market to people who have a, a net worth of a quarter million dollars, your messaging needs to be aligned. Your offers need to be aligned with that. You can't take, try to sell a $30,000 offer with $30,000 messaging, again, to, to people that maybe are earning less than 50000 a year.
1: So that's mm-hmm. the other big piece of it. And do you have any events that are coming up that the listeners should know about?
0: I would say follow me on social media. I Actually, I, I was just asked this the other day. I haven't put together my schedule for 2020. I ran five events uh, this, last, this year. So I have not put that on the books, but I'm sure that I will have one, um, you know, in March or April, probably be my first one for the new year.
1: Oh, yeah, there you go. I guess a lot of people are starting to wind down at the end of the year uh, when all of the family festivities begin. Absolutely, absolutely. um, Yeah. Let me ask you this. Is there a question that I should have asked you that I didn't ask you? Um, I think the only one
0: would be around not necessarily a question unless it's what can women do right now. You know, Mm -hmm. I I would just say take a moment and just write down all of your greatest wins, all of your accomplishments, all of your skill sets, you know, the client results that you've got and sit in reflection around what, what part of you feels like maybe you're not worthy or ready. Because I guarantee you that you are, and there are people out there who are both willing and able to pay for your services, and with some adjustments, obviously, of the mindset shift and adjustments to your strategy, your income can grow by leaps and bounds in a very short time frame.
1: That's awesome, because I do think that women inherently need that extra boost to help them catapult themselves up to those higher dollar figures when they're out there, you know, speaking and selling their services. So it's nice. been really wonderful to have you on the show today. And I hope the listeners will reach out to you and get in touch with you. Again, it's Jessica and we'll have the links in the, um, the overview as well. So thanks for mu- so much for being my guest today. Thanks, Deborah. Have a great day. You too. And uh, that is the show for this week. You can join me each Tuesday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific time for another episode of Speaking with Influence. And if you're a speaker and you'd like to share your passionate message with my listeners here at Speaking with Influence, feel free to give me a call. You can contact me at 760-685-1960. Or send me an email, Deborah D-E-B-R-A, at speakerskilledusa.com. Until next time, I hope you have a safe and prosperous week. Speaking with Influence is brought to you by Speakers Guild USA, where we have the perfect speaker for your next event. Visit us at speakerskilledusa.com.